joining us right now. Uh, from your Oakland A's, you said he was uh, he had a very unique view of Mike Fires' no hitter. Arguably the uniquest. View. I think the best, definitely yeah. the best seat in the house. Uh, it's Josh Fagley. Josh, it's Dave, Kyle, and Jay. Thank you for joining us on an early game day. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? We're doing excellent. great. Uh, we're doing very good. Um, when I heard you were coming on, for we, we did a thing yesterday. We were talking about Mike's no-no. And it, the question was, as a fan, when do you start to, because there was that delay, when do you start to think about a no-hitter? Well, here's one. As a catcher, as a guy who's who's looking at every single pitch, what inning did you start to think, oh, okay, this this might be a thing here? Well, you know, honestly, as a catcher, you know, my goal is to never let anyone get a hit. So, honestly, I'd like to no-hit everyone right. every day. But so so it's kind of like you just go as long as you can every game. And, you know, we've had a few hours this year where it's gone that way, you know, on our staff. But, you know, you know, in the back of your mind, you never kind of think it's going to happen. You just, that's your goal. And I mean, honestly, with his pitch count getting up there and, you know, how, man, how late it was. Yeah. I think the eighth inning was the biggest, you know, the biggest inning for him that quick. You know, I think it was six, seven pitch inning maybe. And that set the table for him to go back out for the ninth. And that kind of made a believer out of me like, hey, we can do this. We need three more outs. But, you know, as a catcher, like, you got to be a realist. you got to, you know, just – and it was still a close game. So we're still playing to win the game. I know we – you know, we won a no-no, but at the same time, um, we got to be careful. So, you know, it's – as a catcher, you want to no-hit every team you go out there against, uh, but you're always kind of in the back of your head kind of being a real, realist about it. But the eighth inning made a believer out of me and when he went out for the ninth. I know people talk about a lot how much more difficult hitting is as a catcher because you have so many different things on your plate. Does it become even more difficult in a in a game like that where your pitcher is is throwing so well, or does that maybe make it a little easier for you uh, knowing that he's got his good stuff that night? Oh man, yeah. I mean, I've told a few people that um, you know sometimes you feel like you're kind of steering the ship, you know, behind the dish, and but I felt like I was just along for the ride. Like his stuff was playing so well and, and where he was throwing it, uh, how everything was kind of playing off each other, like his cutter off of that fastball away. And I think that set up everything, that fastball away in that corner to the righties. Um, then his changeup when he needed it to the lefties. I mean, it was just, it was a lot of fun, you know. I mean, sometimes it's like playing a video game and just kind of calling whatever you want and the guy executing it. So that was that was a lot of fun. Josh, is there, there, the communication between catcher and pitcher is, is so important. I, and I am curious, uh, when when pitchers shake you off, are, are there certain pitchers that are going to shake you off more often than others? Or are there certain times where you're just not having good communication with that pitcher? I'm just wondering if that's a pitcher-to-pitcher thing or more based on the game situations and, and what, in fact, uh, is being called from your point of view. It's definitely more uh, a pitcher-to-pitcher basis. Um, and you kind of have to have a feel for that. I mean, that's part of handling a stack. You know, you got guys that know what they want to throw before, you know, before they even get on the mound. They know exactly what they want to do to guys, and you're kind of just trying to get on the same page and, you know, make some suggestions, I guess. Um, And then there's other guys that just have lights-out stuff and just kind of rely on you to kind of tell them what to throw. You know, and, and, you know, Mike, for the most part, 
uh, you know, we'll get on the same page, but it's kind of like me trying to get on his page. You know, he knows what he wants to do. He's a veteran guy. He knows how his balls play. Like he just, you know, he, he knows what he wants to throw. So I'm, I'm kind of thrown down. He did shake quite a bit, but you know, that's cause he knows his game better than anyone. Sure. And um, yeah, that's, that's one of the tough things about being a catcher, you know, knowing which guys need you to steer them and which guys don't. Talking with Josh Fegley, A's catcher. Josh, I could sit here and talk pitching and catching all day. It's one of my favorite aspects of the game. But I want to talk about hitting with you a little bit because uh, you've been raking this year, and, and as a result, you've gotten more at-bats. How much easier is it for you as a hitter knowing that you're probably going to be in the lineup when you show up to the ballpark, and uh, how much have you benefited from getting regular A-Bs? <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier knowing that you're going to be in there. And um <laughs> I think one of the toughest parts, you know, and, and I've had this role for a while, you know, being the backup and um, you're kind of living on, you know, that previous game. Like, you know, did I get a hit? Did I not get a hit? And if I didn't, well, I got to sit on that for four days and try to right. figure something out for the next time, you know, because, you know, last, I mean, I didn't get a hit, uh, you know, in that no-no, but I knew, you know, I'd probably be in the lineup the next day or at least today. You know, you kind of have that reassurance of like, you know, hey, we'll get him tomorrow. We'll try again. And, and uh, you don't have to really sit on those at-bats and dwell on them as much. And, and that, that's a, hitting is a lot of confidence. So if you kind of just feel confident about your approach and stay the course, I feel like, you know, you're going to produce better. And, I mean, that's just the way it is. I also heard you made a little small adjustment to your swing. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, um, it's – to be honest, it's still kind of a mystery to me <laughs> how it happened. But I love it. You know, just for me, it's just a starting position. You know, if I if I start in a good hitting position, my swing plays really well. It does, and sure. um, you know, I've seen a little bit of jump in just power because I'm I'm letting my swing play and my hands are freer um, because I'm in a better position. And I think the last few years, and and, and that's part of not getting a lot of at-bats and just going in there in kind of survival mode every game and just trying to feel the bat through and make contact. You know, you're not really just letting it rip and letting your hands play. So, um, for me, you know, I'm not as rotational and, like, kind of dragging the bat through. My hands are free. I'm just taking the bat directly to the ball, which is quicker, more compact, and I'm, I'm seeing the ball jump off the bat, which is a lot of fun. So, um, it's, it's good to make an adjustment and see results. Well, Josh, last thing for you. Kyle mentioned you're raking this year. There's only two guys on the team with a better slugging percentage than you. One's Matt Chapman, and I'm wondering if the other is maybe the guy that's been helping you with your swing, Brett Anderson, yeah. uh, leading the team in slugging percentage, uh, one of two guys ahead of you. Was it Brett that maybe helped you adjust everything? Yeah, he's taught me everything I know. <laughs> I mean, the overall approach. That guy That guy never ceases to amaze me. Like, I mean, he, I want to talk about a baseball player. You know, he can pitch. Um, you know, he can play the game. And then he gets a rare opportunity, you know, in the American League to get some at bats. Yeah. And it's like he's done it the whole year. I mean, it's unbelievable. He's <laughs> got, so got a great swing, and, and he knows how to play the game. And and he's, you know, for somebody that doesn't get a lot of at bats, he gets up there and he's situationally knowing where he should hit the ball, how he should. I mean, it's he's a gamer. <laughs> I have one final thing for you. I noticed in in your post game press conference with 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 Mike Fires, you guys were wearing some Super Smash Brothers hats. Ooh, uh, yeah, can you please yeah. elaborate? We it was Christmas for us that day, and that that just plays into how weird that game was for us. Um, 
out of the kindness of his heart, Chris Davis bought everyone a Nintendo Switch. Wow. Which that's not, yeah, that's not a typical right, thing right. he would <laughs> receive. And and I guess he got with uh, the Nintendo people or something, and they they had some reps show up as he passed them out. And we had a, we had like Mario and Luigi, like the real mascots in in suits, show up to the clubhouse. Wow! And so we were just like, man, like this is one of the best things we've ever gotten from anybody. So uh, Mike and I thought we should at least represent that, and. Uh, that, that's just part of it, you know. Like I show up to the field, I get a Nintendo Switch. I see Mario and Luigi. Uh, we we you know we have a light tower go out, and so we have an eight forty five start. And Mike throws a no hitter. I mean, it was just it's the most awkward day I've ever had, but it was it was a blast. It was cool. Only in Oakland. Only in Oakland. And next time <laughs> Absolutely. we have next time we have Josh on, we're going to have to talk about Nintendo Switch games. We have some recommendations. My son has a Switch, and uh, it's funny how the parents end up playing it as much as the kid does. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun year for you, Josh. Yeah, for sure. All right, thank you. That is Josh Fagley. He's got himself a big uh, game today. We, of course, have that coverage right here on the Sporty 1140.